the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Yeah! Let's go! No more pregnant pause. The baby is out. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, what would be crazy? You know what? Just say it. <laughs> Just say it straight out. Just say it. Just, just be honest for a change, yeah, Jonathan. Like, <laughs> why all the deception and the tomfoolery? I know, man. I know. It's I mean, me. I'm sorry. Hmm. Uh, yeah, man. It's week ten, man. Jeez. I know. Double digits into the season. It's darker outside. You know. Fall yeah, is here, it, man. We're getting into it. It's, uh, it's time for teams to, to show what they got. Yeah, it's darker outside. It's also getting very dark for some of these teams that we follow. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I fear that my team is entering into a a, a, a late-season state of darkness, but we'll see. Um, Do you think there's a scenario where Arthur Smith is not your coach next year? <sighs> hmm. I mean, sort of. I mean, I, I, I'll i say this. I think that the owner of the Falcons, Arthur Blank, uh, has historically shown that he he's usually pretty slow to mm. make the right decision. He's um, he's the right of, decision. So you think it's the right decision then? I don't think Arthur Smith should be a uh, – I think it takes a certain amount of like like I think it takes a certain amount of like emotional intelligence and humility to be a really good coach in the NFL and I don't think Arthur mm-hmm. Smith has access to either of those things. Was that I he just hasn't displayed it. He he oh, okay. <clears throat> he's so you know, he's so confrontational when when mm. his decisions are questioned, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't – like it's so personal to him mm-hmm. when when he's even he, – I, I don't know if you've seen some of these press conferences. They're absurd. 
I've seen some clips of him. Like, I mean, there was snappy. one. There was one a few weeks ago where I don't even remember what the question was, but somebody was questioning his like offensive strategy and do you think that this is going to become a problem or something? Mm-hmm. And his his remark, his response was something like. You know, I'm paraphrasing. He was like, well, you know, of course, everything can become a problem. I mean, I don't see it as a problem, but there's a lot of big problems in the world. I mean, climate change, that's a big problem. You think you and I could probably figure out a way to solve that right here, right now? You think, you think we could work? I'm like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? Like, to when me, that- Brandon Staley on him. When he, that's worse than Brandon Staley. I've yeah, never seen Brandon seat. Staley do something crazy like that. I mean, that's like, to me- uh, Brandon Staley was on edge when he was like, uh, "These guys care, man. These guys in there and they care." You know, remember that? No, but that. I, d- I do remember that. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, when you when someone comes at you with an argument and you throw an argument back at them, that turns the conversation in a direction which is not even the least bit relevant to football. Like bringing up, yep. there is never yeah, a moment where yeah. climate change should come up in an interview unless it's like, yeah. I don't know you're advocating or whatever like it's just clear yeah maybe like cleats day or like charity day or some shit it is so (laughs) clear to me that arthur smith arthur smith is one of these guys and i've met so many of them in my lifetime these guys who think they are too rich to be wrong Mm. too rich to be wrong and i am not here for it okay what a hot take by skiff Ooh, Mm. man well, uh, I hope they do the right thing and get a good coach in there. Hmm. Or maybe he turns out to be a, a bomb-ass coach, you know? No? I'm not seeing it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Time will tell. What news we got going on in the league? Well, we have the news that we have all been waiting for. Mm. Christmas go. has mm. come early, everyone, because veteran quarterback – Carson Wentz is back in our lives. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? (laughs) Carson Wentz is signing with the Los Angeles Rams. Reports suggest that um, my man, former Bulldog Matthew Stafford, is expected to be healthy when they come back from their bye week uh, this week. But Mm. obviously, Sean McVay was not the least bit interested in the idea of having Brett Rippon as his backup quarterback for one more second. He saw that Man. and said, mm. Ooh, Robert Saleh. <laughs> Just not going to want that. Uh, so <laughs> That means they, Robert Saleh is like, oof, that's not a good he, look, man. They're just not going to want that. I can't tell you how many times I've thought about what you said. Yeah, the uh, Vikings showing them up. Last week in the last episode, and yeah. and you're right. I think Jets fans must be because I mean they basically the Vikings got Dobbs for nothing. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I I mean we all have a bad taste in our mouth from the Carson Wentz experience, but he is. I mean, you cannot sit here and tell me with a straight face that you wouldn't be better off with Carson Wentz playing for the Jets than 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 this fucking Zach Wilson. Then Zach Zach Wilson is so fucking bad. Like, I don't know why they're so invested. I mean, I guess it's one. You know what? I I don't know. Maybe I'm simplifying it too much. But the only thing that makes sense to me is that it's because they picked him so high in the draft that they. they, they, 
the moment Trey you Lance. cut, just look at Trey. Like all of these teams are proving what you should do. Like you saw San Francisco's successful team move on from Trey Lance. That's what you do, man. And the Jets are like they're watching I, other teams do the right thing. I know, but you're basically proving the point that I'm trying to make because think about how long it took for them to let go of Trey Lance. You know what I mean? Drafted the same year. Yeah, but I'm saying like they should have given up on the Trey Lance experience way before. I mean, like they knew for a long time. I mean, here we were like getting all of these reports about how, you know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't able to outplay Jimmy G. He wasn't able to do like, you know, he just could. You you bring some, you draft somebody that high, and they can't win the starting job. It should tell you something, right? And Credit well, to I mean, Shannon. but they I might mean, he might not be uh top five, you know, he might not live up to top five expectations, but maybe sure. he lives up to third round expectations. And those players take a couple years and then they'll be good. You know what I'm saying? It could have been ag- that that they're looking at. Yeah. Zach sure. Wilson has proven has proven that he is not that dude, man. And I think it's even a worse case for for Robert Sala because, you know, at least in in Shanahan's defense, he came to the conclusion that uh, that Trey Lance wasn't it. You know, after you know, he obviously came to the conclusion quicker than Robert Sala, uh, and he didn't see, he didn't need to see as much Trey Lance on tape in order to come to that conclusion. I mean, we have multiple games of Zach Wilson. Yes, uh, there's I mean, no excuse, I, man. There really is no excuse for them to have to still be hanging on to this, uh, other than just pride. Yeah, um, so. it's like they're, they're, it's it's like they're selling the dream to their team that it's going to be a smooth transition from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, but then we're seeing what the Zach Wilson era is going to look like. Mm. So why even fuck around? Mm. Why fuck around with it, man? I, most reports this week are starting to suggest that 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 strategy is failing on every level as the defense is starting to kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Revolt is the is the right word, but they're it's starting probably the right word. <laughs> there, I think the defense is starting to uh, become more vocal uh, mm. with bet. their frust- with their frustrations because these guys are out here. The defense is out here balling, mm. and you, you know these are <laughs> these are big decisions that affect everybody on the team. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're going to go out there and play your ass off and potentially get hurt. I mean, any one of those players on the defense could have a career ending injury yep. in the season while they're waiting for Zach Wilson to learn how to be a quarterback. It's mm. like, it's a big deal. Can't fuck that up. And another difference is Zach Wilson got a full season to perform and Trey Lance didn't. Right. So like hey, yeah, we've known exactly. we've known for exactly. a long time we've known more about him than Trey Lance. We still don't know if Trey Lance is going to be a good quarterback. And they sold everybody this ridiculous narrative that because Aaron Rodgers was in the building and that Zach Wilson had an entire offseason uh you know to be the the mentee as mm-hmm. Rodgers was his mentor. They mm-hmm. sold the Jets fans this ridiculous bill of goods that when Aaron got hurt that no 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 it's going to be different this time because he's been learning from Aaron Rodgers for the last five months or four months. He's going to be better now, but he's not. He's the same pile of shit that he was last year. <laughs> so, 
same pile of shit that he was. You are trash. <laughs> yep. Uh, we can. I mean, honestly, you said Carson Wentz. Uh, he's going to be playing. Is he starting for the Rams? I, it's my understanding that there's a real chance that Stafford could be ready. The Rams are on a bye week this week. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's a real chance that Stafford might start when they come back from their bye. Um, but I think, you know, to, for McVeigh, this is just, you know, it's a, it's a one-year deal for Wentz. Um, he's a free agent, so there's no – they can pay yeah. – I don't even know what they're paying him. They can pay him whatever they want. Um and it's just, it's just in case it's just, it, it's just, it's a smart thing. It's, it's yeah. exactly it, what we're talking about. A good coach like McVay, a smart coach like McVay is essentially sending a message to his team. I'm not giving up on you guys. Right. Whereas Robert Sala is, 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 I don't know. I, th- I think he's more, it's, I don't think he's, like he's giving like- I don't think I don't think sticking with Zach Wilson is 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 an admission that he's giving up. I I think it's it's really more of a, a, a like a something that's very revealing about him that maybe Salah is too ignorant to realize the mistake that he's made. Uh, his hands might be tied though. Maybe the front office is like we're not doing anything. In <clears throat> that case, true. you can't. You probably can't go to the locker room and say to the guys, "Hey, man, I want this guy out of here." But I can't. Do you know, it. the other factor that we're not talking about, which might be very real, is um, they have to worry about Aaron Rodgers' um, yeah. ego, ego, and like you know, they couldn't just bring in any quarterback. That being said, they could. Anybody's better than Zach Wilson. Man. Josh Dobbs is not going to steal Aaron Rodgers' job. Exactly. I mean, they, you know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. So, or uh, who else is out there? Colt McCoy. Sure. Anyone. Uh, Colin, I don't even know if Colin Kaepernick's still good, but Colin Kaepernick's probably better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. That, but that could probably be more of a distraction. And uh, Kaepernick is say, a, I think Kaepernick is a pipe dream at this point. I yeah. don't even know why people still talk about him. Um, we we talked mean, about him a, a lot. But that's one that's easy to sign. It's what sure. I'm thinking about. Without trading yeah. involved and whatever. People without a team that yeah. are probably top 40 in the league because uh, Zach Wilson's not. That's why I said that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, the Jets. Yeah. Darkness. Sorry, guys. Darkness but, is spreading. Uh, next up, we got um, the Bears signed their defensive end Montez Sweat, who they oh, yeah, that, who yeah. they just recently traded four year deal, ninety eight million dollar extension. So that's twenty four point five million per year, seventy two point eight million of which is guaranteed. I, you can look at this in a couple of different ways. You just paid all that money for a guy who's never produced a double-digit sack season. Uh, I I don't know. It, a lot of people. I think the internet is stupid. To be honest, I, I, I see a lot of people. The kind of you know the kind of funny but overplayed joke that gets like way less funny every time you hear it. Right, the tell me you overpaid for something without telling me you overpaid. Oh, uh, it's like, come on, I, 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 and and they might be right. They may have overpaid for this. Um, however, I, the reason why I think it could be an ignorant take is that it completely ignores the Bears' situation regarding next year's draft, where they own their own pick as well as the Carolina Panthers' pick, who are currently yep. running 
uh, who are currently almost a lock to finish last in the NFL this year. Yeah. So if you look at it from that angle, the Bears nailing down a cornerstone of their defense mm. while they're sitting on a massive amount of cap space. I think they have the most cap space of any team for next year. Um nice. And they have a very real opportunity to land two of the best college football players in the nation in one single draft. I mean, take a pick, take your pick of a QB if that's what you want to do. And then you got this fucking wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr., who plays for Ohio mm-hmm. State, who is just mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Uh, I mean, he, if if those if all of that comes to pass, we're talking about the Bears in a very different way next year. You know what I mean? It's like it, it, they could turn this thing around real quick. Uh, they ca- so their cap know. space next year, they have $82 million. The top exactly. team is the Titans with $100 million. Mm. Patriots right behind them. But what do they ever do with uh, <laughs> cap space? They'll waste it somehow. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. It is what it is. It is a little weird that they sign such a big money deal when the – what are they, 2-6 and six right now, the Bears? It's like – it, yeah. So I get that it looks weird, but I think the people who think that aren't really – I think most people on the internet aren't capable of looking past their own fucking nose most of the time. They don't. Have you ever seen somebody say, that's a good deal? <laughs> you know what so, well, someti- Sometimes. It's, it's pundits. They say either you got over or you got uh, fleeced. Yeah. You never hear like, oh, it's good for both sides. I guess you hear yeah. it every now and then. Every once in a while, it's annoying. Yeah. Or not from these uh, sleuths, these expert uh, uh, Twitter accounts. Yeah, I don't know. This is why yeah, I don't. Fuck- well, I mean, I the value. You just got to trade back, man. You trade back, get the value. Blah 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 blah. This is why I don't Shut fuck up. with social media. I'm out. Um, you out? <laughs> uh, the Giants are another one of those teams where the darkness continues to get darker. Uh, they placed Darren Waller uh, on. I think they placed him on IR with a hamstring. You got Tyrod Taylor, who's on injured reserve with a rib thing. Daniel Jones is obviously done for the year. Hey, uh, Tommy! Hey, and, Tommy! <laughs> and then there's Tommy DeVito, touchdown Tommy. Yeah. Uh, he, he is now officially their starting quarterback. Mm. Um, he's going to kill it, man. He's going to show everybody. Tommy DeVito. These, yeah, man. QB1. <laughs> wise guy. He's a wise guy. Speaking of QB1, the Titans announced that uh, Will Levis is like officially QB1, mm. which means Tannehill is – Good. Tannehill got old fast. Mm. They could try to hit up one of these struggling teams like, hey, I got a guy. I got a guy. Tannehill is quite the upgrade for, for the Jets. Yeah. I It'd think be quite the upgrade for the Giants. And again – I'll say I've said this many times before. This is exactly why I think that the NFL should push the trade deadline back because mm. I guarantee you if if they pushed it back to like week 12 oh yeah. Tannehill would be a jet right now. Yeah, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Cuz now what would have to happen? They'd have to cut him. Yeah. And then they'd have to get picked up. Yeah. Exactly. No. Why would you do them a favor like that? Why? Um, Unless they got a backdoor deal. Hmm. Mm. Uh. Well. Okay. So speaking of bad teams who might have a chance at the number one overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals. Um. 
Kyler Murray is going to start this week versus the Falcons. I, I is it just me that's not a believer in this guy? I, I'm not a believer in him either. Okay, okay. But I don't think it's a stretch to imagine that that Baby Yoda could probably play well enough to spoil the Cardinals' chance of holding on to that number one pick. Yeah, especially as bad as the the Panthers are playing. Yeah, so it kind of, in a way, I kind of get it. Like you, you want to. I mean, everybody want you know. It's a new coach there. They obviously want to see what he looks like. Um, I can't help but think that they they really feel like it's unfortunate that he's actually ready to play, but they don't have any choice. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw what 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 the fuck was that guy's Clayton Tune? Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's not. Yeah. You if you were to if if Baby Yoda's healthy and you stick with Clayton Tune as your QB one, everybody's going to know that you're tanking. Everybody. <laughs> I mean that's just so obvious. Unsportsmanlike conduct, coach, Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> starting insufficient, uh, starting insufficient player. Uh, the last piece of news, and I, pro- I sort of teased this in the last episode. I wanted to sort of talk about this Raiders uh, situation where mm. where Josh McDaniels got fired and. All of these news reports start coming out, um, one of which was extremely detailed about this just vicious meeting that <laughs> that that broke McDaniel's soul and eventually yeah. led led to his firing. It, it, this is an amazing story about the end of the Josh McDaniel's era. So it starts in the midst of this regular drama of you know, having such a shitty season and McDaniels calls a team meeting inviting the players, or actually I think the players went to Mark Davis to voice their, their concerns. Mm -hmm. And then McDaniels calls a team meeting inviting the players to speak their minds. Ooh, that's that's big of him. Well, he regretted it immediately. Uh, because word word is is that it got a little too real for Josh McDaniels as the players just absolutely laid into his coaching philosophy, how he works with players, how he designs the game plans for upcoming opponents down the line, one by one. They just ripped this dude multiple new assholes. Damn. So, this is great. This is so good. So he turns to his assistant coach at the time, Antonio Pierce, who's now the interim head coach, and he asks – McDaniels asks him essentially like to stick up for him and the rest and the rest of the coaching staff, right? Pierce goes into this attempt to inspire the team by talking about his time with the 2007 Giants – Mm-hmm. More specifically, how that team um, and all the players on that 2007 Giants team felt like they felt like no matter who we play, we feel like we could beat them because we had a, a game plan to beat them. He tried to tell them that it was all about self-belief regardless of the situation, no matter what the odds were. This is about mm. believing in yourself, believing in your teammate, and mm. and, and lifting the guy next to you. And he talked about how this mentality is what made it possible for them to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like that's nobody thought that was going to happen, and they did it. And it's and they, they almost beat them in the regular season. Exactly, because it felt like that's what gave them that. Uh. Now 
the interesting twist on this is that apparently after the meeting, and it's also the fact that all of this information is leaking out mm-hmm. is also very telling that everybody hated Josh Nobody McDaniels. Liked this guy. Yeah. Nobody fucking liked him because that's why there's leaks. So after the meeting, after Pierce tries to pump everybody up with this story, Josh McDaniels, uh, who was the offensive coordinator of the Patriots team that Pierce beat back in 2007, pulls Antonio Pierce aside and said, and apparently this is a quote, he said, don't you ever disrespect the Patriots like that again. Fuck that guy. (laughs) You're not the coach of the Patriots anymore. What are you doing? Gotta be kidding me, man. (laughs) I mean, that is like, that's so absurd. Anyway, Apparently after that, do, man. Uh, uh, the practice after that was like insane. McDaniels walked around the practice facility like a zombie. He didn't talk to his players. He didn't talk to his coach. They get absolutely pantsed on Monday night football, and the next day he gets fired. Oh, so all of that happened right before the, the game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is great, man. And the fact that all of that information has leaked out should tell you everything about how people feel. And, and of course, like we said, when the coach gets fired, you win a game. And these images of, like, they beat the – who they – they beat the Cardinals? Am I right? Who they beat last week? Who they beat Where's, last week? No, they beat – Oh, they beat the Giants. Sorry. They Giants, beat yeah. They beat the Giants. Tony they beat, team. They beat the uh, Tommy DeVito-led Giants. This is not like some massive achievement. And video of the Raiders after the game in the locker room after beating the Tommy DeVito-led Giants looks like the end of World War II. They're dancing. They're singing. (laughs) They're smoking cigars. I mean, it's like they won the Super Bowl. Ding dong, the witch is dead. It's like it couldn't (laughs) – like it's you the could whiz. not, <laughs> you could not slap Josh McDaniels in the face any harder. Uh, Damn, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. Wonder what he's doing now. Yeah, oh, he's cashing checks still. Oh yeah, Maybe he could take solace in that. Well, we'll All see. All right, well, uh, I'm ready to get into this, man. Let's take a break and then come back and do some uh, some flip 'em, pick 'em. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia 
gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. We're back. That break was brought to you by, as always, Brisket and Friends. Brisket and Friends, the best barbecue in Stockholm uh, with multiple locations. Go check it out. Barbecue so good, make your mama slap your grandma. Brisket and Friends, next time you stop by, ask for this NFL table breaker. You'll see just what we like. Mm. All right. Uh, now that we got that out the way, bills are paid. It's time to flip and pick, man. You flip, You called it last week, right? Am I calling it? Are we going to... Um... Or were we going to run through these divisions? Oh, yeah. Let's run through the divisions before we pick. Yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, we're at the midpoint, so it made sense mm-hmm. to yeah. maybe take a look at, at where everybody is at. Uh, and if we I think mean, they're going to hold their spots. Exactly. Uh, I think we start where we normally start at the top with the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, Dolphins are are six and three. Bills are right behind them at five and four. Jets are just miraculously at four and four. I don't even understand that. Patriots in the basement at two and seven on their way so to surprised by that. on their way to Germany. The two and seven Colts versus the four and five or no, the four and five Colts versus the two and seven Patriots in Germany. I guarantee you, they wish they could take that game back. <laughs> um, I. I don't know about you. I mean, obviously you're a Dolphins fan, so you're a little biased, but but mm. I would say I would be shocked if the Dolphins don't manage to hold on and win this division. Um, yeah. I say that in part because, look, everybody knows the situation with the Dolphins. They, they beat the living shit out of bad teams, and they struggle to beat good teams. Mm. Um, that's a, The, the Cowboys are the AFC. I think, yeah, it, yeah, that's a fair point. That's an interesting way to look at it. Maybe you're right. Um, but, yeah, it's a fair criticism. Um, that being said, the Bills mm-hmm. are on a kind of roller coaster this year. Um, I think maybe you said it before, which I, I think you might be right, that has the window closed for them? Like, oh, did, yeah, they mi- did, did they miss their best chance? Yeah, man, that thirteen seconds, that thirteen seconds, uh, game against the Chiefs—that was their time. I, it's so crazy to think that thirteen seconds could change your whole career. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, Adding that to the four lost Super Bowls in a row, jeez, that's crazy for, for the best fan base in the league. Because the way the way I see it, the Bills, um, their offense is a little inconsistent. Um. Defense decimated by injuries. The defense has has held up pretty well despite the injuries. Mm. Um, but matter of time, bro. But now we're getting into the you know we're getting into the really like mm-hmm. rough part of the season, um, and it, it, it could it could start to come unraveled. And also, you know, Josh Allen has proven time and time again that. He can only follow instructions for so long before before he tries to put the team on his back. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I, I'd be a little shocked. I, I do think the Dolphins will hang on to this. Uh, 
Do I you agree. expect the Patriots to finish last in this division? Just seeing them recently, yeah. I'm going to have to say, yeah, they're going to finish last. That's weird, but yeah. They're three games behind, or they're two games behind the uh, Jets. Hmm. I think they'll beat the Jets if they play them again. I mean, when they it, play them again. It is kind of hard to imagine them getting any better. Yeah. Um, nothing seems to be working out for them. Uh, let's see. AFC West, what we got? We got the Chiefs head and shoulders above the rest, despite an uh, off year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And the, I mean, I think the Chargers, I think Raiders fired their coach. The Broncos look like they're in a huge transition period. Maybe they have their coach, maybe they don't. It seems like it'll be at least another year before they know if Sean Payton's got anything left in the tank. And mm-hmm. it looks like the Chargers might be on their way to fire Brandon Staley, which mm-hmm. I think they should have done last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any question mark over who's going to win the division. I think the most interesting thing about this division and the Chiefs, more specifically, is that they're just doing it in a, in a way that we we're not used to seeing them do it. Right. It's really been their their defense has been the star uh, this year as the offense has kind of struggled to imp- – well, it's it hasn't been all that impressive, their right. offensive. Um, the good thing is it hasn't needed to be. Right. And also the other good thing is that, you know, as we said before, it, it's almost like the first 10 weeks of the season were, were basically just like kind of a warm-up for the Chiefs. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I – I mean, we, we, we made the same complaint about them last year that maybe they're done because they lost Tyreek and who are all these receivers? And I don't, never heard of that guy. And mm-hmm. that guy's not good. Kadarius Tony, are you kidding me? What the fuck? I mean, yeah. you know, and then there he is catching a touchdown pass in the fucking Super Bowl. So until they, until they lose in the playoffs, I can't sit here and tell you that they can't do it again because they did it last year. So, and their yeah. defense is better this year than they were last year. So, so Agreed. that. That division is settled, in my opinion. Uh, AFC North, what you got? AFC North Ra- is probably Ravens are looking good, man. AFC North is probably the best division in football at the moment. All four yeah. of these teams are currently in a playoff spot. Um, it, it's you know it's been kind of it. I I would say that the Bengals are the easiest one, right? They they had a tough start because Joe Burrow was injured, and now they're just on an absolute heater. Um, the Browns and the Steelers, you know, at least half of those wins that they have were in games that just felt like they shouldn't have won, but somehow they did. Um, mostly because of their defense. Um, my biggest concern about the Steelers is that I just feel like they have some real issues on offense. I don't think Kenny Pickett is, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, I don't, I don't think he knows. I don't think he can do what Mahomes, of course he can't do what Mahomes does, but there's a lot of other quarterbacks who can do this too. What Mahomes does where, where you could have a game where you have multiple completions to six different receivers in a game. Mm. I don't think Kenny Pickett is capable of that. Mm. Like you look at, it's like, it's either all to Deontay Johnson, uh, 
he, he just focuses on this one, either one receiver and a tight end. And you have like a whole game where like, you know, George Pickens has like negative yards in the last game yeah. <laughs> on like two. It's like, it's kind of crazy. Like that, I just don't think that's how I, I just don't think yeah. that's how you win football games. Um, and then with the Browns, I honestly don't know what to make of the Deshaun Watson situation. Like it's never, I don't think we've ever gotten a full picture you know, yeah, I mean, like last year, the excuse last year was rust, right? He was suspended. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Well, he's rusty. Okay. Well now this year it's like, okay, well now he's hurt. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I they're a mystery to me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the defense keeps doing what the defense does, which is just murder people left and right. <laughs> um, you know, and that's why they're winning football games. But again, I, I of course you need defense to Defense wins championships, but it doesn't win championships in the absence of offense. You know what I mean? Like you need both. Exactly. Um, and that's why the Ravens are sitting at the top of this division because they have both. They have one of the best yeah. defenses in the league, and and they have this new offensive scheme dialed up by my man, former Bulldog Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator. Uh, and they, I mean, they're doing in Baltimore. Exactly what Munkin used to do at Georgia, where all of a sudden, week after week, it's like suddenly there's some guy you've never heard of going for 130 yards rushing. It's like what? Where? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> it that that was that's what you do in college. You you yeah. Let's it, it, it's crazy. So it, it's working. The defense is great. Um, I don't see any reason why the Baltimore Ravens. I. I think the Bengals will leapfrog the Steelers and the Browns, but I still think the Ravens are going to win the division. Yeah. And then AFC South, I mean, I feel like that's kind of wrapped up. Yeah. I don't know. I I can see the Jaguars falling apart. Oh, Couldn't no, you? Bro. I could see it. Not. I, I think the other teams aren't good enough to catch them, though. I think the Texans have an incredibly easy schedule um, moving forward, and I, 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 I'm not saying they will, but I think it's it is in the. I don't see the Colts and the Titans. No, absolutely not. Um, but if something were to happen to Trevor Lawrence, he goes down, and that offense mm. becomes dysfunctional. The defense yeah. is, has has not really been that great this year for the Jaguars. Um, but T Law and Associates have kind of put a band aid on that. Um, yeah, good point. I could, I think it's it's unlikely, but I think it's possible that the Houston Texans and maybe I'm just a little, I don't know. I feel like I'm still on a high from that game last week when they. Yeah. I mean that was just amazing. I, I don't know if they can do that again. If they can, if this is what the Texans are going to start looking like, um, then yeah, I think it's extremely possible. They gave up a lot of points. They did. You're right. That's a. You know what? That's a really. They gave up a lot of points to the Bucks. You know exactly. what? I take. I take back everything I said. <laughs> Jack's got this. <laughs> uh, then, uh, speaking of got this, NFC East. You got the Eagles eight and one. They've beaten the next closest threat, which is the Cowboys. But the Eagles mm. are going through a gauntlet these next few days, a few weeks. Mm. So I think the jury's still out on that division, but Cowboys have to deliver their end of it and win games too. So I think the only thing that could 
caused the Eagles to unravel, it'd have to be injuries. Yeah. It would have to be an injury to Jalen Hurts, which obviously he is he almost had it. Yeah, currently he's just, he's dealing with around. a knee. I mean, it's possible. I mean, we we saw that. I mean, he did. He got injured at the end of last year, right? Um, yeah. I mean, they kind of, yeah. Gardner Minshew had Minshew had to come in. Um, I don't know. I just I don't buy the Cowboys again. No. I feel like they're. Um, the, it's just it's all hype. Very rarely delivered on. Uh, I think the Eagles have this one locked. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> commanders. I don't know exactly what the commanders are playing for at this point. I guess Ron Rivera is playing for his job, which I don't think he's going to keep regardless of what he does. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, they have a very real chance to leapfrog the Cowboys. That would be something to play for. Um, the giants on the other hand are just, I Not mean, they're just, time. they're just finished. They're just, yeah, we're not to talk about them at all. No. The uh, NFC West, though, is tight, but it's a two be- two team race: 49ers and Seahawks. I think the 49ers are gonna come out on top, even though they're on a three game losing streak. Uh, Seahawks have not gotten me convinced that they're the squad to beat. I feel like you're right. I feel like Geno has been so inconsistent this year. Um, yeah, he just he hasn't. <sighs> I don't know. He just he throws. There are sometimes there are some passes he throws that he just really should not throw. <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, it's it's not good. It's they they're boom or bust. I mean, you can see it right there in the in the mm-hmm. rankings. I mean, they're five and three, but they have a minus four point differential. Yeah. That's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say they're always in close games, but. No, I don't the Ravens know. Shut, the Ravens beat that ass. Yeah, that's true. The Ravens did beat that ass. I just think San Francisco is coming back from their bye week. They've obviously lost three in a row. Um, it gives them some time to reset. Mm-hmm. Brock, figure, you know, get get Brock Purdy's head right. Uh, they're getting healthy. Debo Samuel, I think, is going to be back. Oh, nice. Um, also, they added Chase Young to that defensive pass rush. Um, yep. It's, yeah, I, I see the 49ers probably winning this convincingly. The uh, Lions are the cream of the a- NFC North, mm. but the Vikings are kind of right behind them, man. They're 6-2. <laughs> and two. And the Vikings are five and four. Lions are gonna mm. have to stay on their business to stay ahead. This is a very interesting scenario. Um, you know, I, I again, I have, I love the Vikings. Uh, I really do, but I do think that the win that they. This this miraculous victory they had over the Falcons last week, you know, playing a quarterback who didn't even know his players' names or the fucking playbook. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that – the thing you have to remember if you go back and watch the tape is that as much as that's an amazing story and they deserve a lot of credit for having pulled that off, that was the worst defensive tackling performance I have seen by any team all year. Like the number of times they had Dobbs dead to rights in the backfield, and we just 
we had hands on him and everything and just couldn't bring him down. Mm. I, I guess my point is, is that at some point, I think once this guy starts to learn the offense and he settles in, um, I think the Josh Jobs experience will kind of come down to earth a little bit. And we'll, mm. I mean, we, we thought the same thing about him when he was in, um, when he was in Tennessee and also yeah. the same thing about him when he was in Arizona, it's like, yeah. Hey, he's out here giving these guys a chance to win. Um, the only thing that I would say that might sort of counter that argument is that this is like by a country mile, the best team that Joshua Dobbs has ever played for. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the pieces he has around him. You know what here's I mean? The, here's another thing. Here's another piece of that. Hmm? I want to read you their final games of the season. Hmm. They play the Saints. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Broncos. Mm. Then they play the Bears. Mm. Then they play the Raiders. Mm. Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. Oh, wow. So I see maybe two that were not favorite, Bengals and Lions. That's crazy. And oh, three, Saints, Saints. They've just uh, Justin Jefferson has is now off injured reserve. He's you know that that whatever however many mm-hmm. day practice window or something. So he's on yeah. it. He's not going to play this week, but maybe next week or the week after. I mean, this guy is going to be playing with Jordan Addison, who's been one of the best w- rookie receivers of the year. Uh, he's going to have Justin Jefferson. He's going to have T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, you know, I, I really think Osborne, they could, is Osborne. No, he won't be back yet. Osborne be will back. be back at some point. He got the yeah. shit knocked out of him, but he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the defense is better this year than they have been in, in recent years. So I, there's a very real chance that the Vikings will at the very least hang with mm-hmm. the lions. And they played them twice. So they got no, like if they win that I, you win your head to head, you could really help. It's all. It's all right there for the taking. Yeah. It's just, can they take Surprisingly, it? Surprisingly, at the beginning of the year, we were like, what the fuck? And I mean, it, like, it, it, it really is there for the taking. And and, and it, it it's kind of up to the Lions to, you know, to keep doing what they've been doing. Um, I, the, good, good news for the Lions is that they're getting David Montgomery back. Jameer Gibbs is finally turning out to be the running back that they hoped he would be. So I don't know how they're going to – that's going to be the hard part is to figure out how are they going to manage – how are they going to – how are they going to – how are they going to manage the the snap count for those two running backs? How are they going to decide who's hot, who's not? Like yeah. it, it kind of got fucked up in Atlanta too, you know what I mean, where it's like it started off really well with Bijan. And then when they hit a wall, they started trying to do all kinds of stuff. And it, sometimes having two good running backs is is not as good as you think. But did you know that the uh, Vikings are on a four game winning streak? That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even realize that till right now. That's so crazy. They won four in a row, man. <clears throat> I tell you this: if the Vikings win this division, Kevin O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Should be coach of the year. Period. Yeah. yeah. End of story. I don't care who yeah. else. I, he should absolutely. After everything that they went through, after the start that they mm-hmm. had, after what they lost, bringing this guy in. If they if they manage to put this together and win the division, I think he's a lock for coach of the year. Yeah. I don't, it can't be anybody else. I don't think. Yeah, I see that. Even though I want Tomlin to get one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> For old time's sake. All right, the final division is your division, which is the least 
the the hardest to figure out. Saints are winning five four. Falcons right behind them four five. Bucks not far behind three and five, and the Panthers are out of it. So it's a three way race. Any I could you can make an argument for any team of those three top three in that division to win it. Yeah, it's a fucking clown car. I don't know what to make of this. Um, I think I said before we started recording. I think you know a lot of people before the season started predicted that the Saints. Well, they they looked at the Saints roster and they said, okay, on paper, as far as we can tell, the Saints have the best roster in this division. So we expect them to win this division. I thought that was stupid, but I'm a Falcons fan, so of course I'm not going to agree with that. Um, <laughs> but now here we are at the midpoint, and the Saints are sitting there at five and four, top of the division. Maybe these people were right. Yeah. Maybe maybe it just took time for it to gel. Uh, I certainly don't have any faith in Arthur Smith to put together uh, a late season run. Um, he's proven time and time again that you know he's got players like like Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, and he doesn't know how to use them. So mm. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that he's capable of winning this division at this point. Mm. Um, the Bucks, on the other hand, I don't know. I, I think. I mean, obviously, they did something similar to the Falcons. They had a good start, um, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Game losing streak. Oh my god! Did we did we like underrate Baker Mayfield? And it's like, no, maybe, maybe you properly rated him. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) he's going to get you a couple of uh, a couple of hot wins, and then and and then it's all going to start to regress from from there. I yeah, I don't I don't see. I don't see the Bucks. I, I don't. I see the Bucks getting worse. I see them getting worse. I, I think yeah. the division will finish precisely the way it looks right now. Yeah, probably. That's my guess. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all of the divisions and what we think about it. Uh, it's time to do some flip and pick them now. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. Am I, am I calling? Who flipped? Hold on. Let me see. Who flipped last week? Uh, it says, uh, Skip, you called it last week. It says it in the it? spreadsheet here. Yeah. <clears throat> I usually write it down. You, I called it last week, so yeah. you're calling it this week. That makes yeah, sense. Man. Let's see. Huh? Flip. And Woo! you're picking. It don't get no better than that, baby. All right. Let's pull up the. What is that? I gotta pull up these games here. I, I looked at was hard. <laughs> I looked at the games. We the family. We already did our our picks uh, last night or the night before, and um, there's not a lot of not a lot of bangers this week. No, not not quite like last week. But who knows? You know, we didn't think Bucks uh, Texans was going to be an interesting right. game, and, and that, that one. Yeah, we knew it was going to bust. We knew they were going to score a lot of points. I didn't, know it was be, I didn't know it was going to be that good. No, I didn't know the game was uh, going to be that good. I knew the points would be scored. <clears throat> All I know is that Al Michaels on Thursday Night Football is going to be – he's going to be impossible. <laughs> Pan- <laughs> Panthers, Bears. Like, well, here we are again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they promised me better games. I didn't get it. Here we go. Hmm. Pass me the bourbon. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm going to flip. You ready? Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. Flip. Heads. It's tails. Ooh, what you going to do? Like that's the first time in a while I feel like I. Yeah, that I lost. Yeah. Won the coin toss. Um, hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go first. Mm. I'm going to go first. Okay. Right. Thursday night football. We have the one in seven Carolina Panthers facing off against the two and seven Chicago Bears. Mm. Exciting. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields is not playing in this game, as I saw this morning. So we got another Ooh. Tyson. He'll probably be back next week. But we got one more week of Tyson Bajant. Um, however, I think Khalil Herbert might be back running oh, back for the for Bears. Them. So that's good for them. And I think the Carolina Panthers are trash. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears. I'm going to go Bears. <laughs> All right. in the Bears. All right, then they've got the Colts against the Patriots. <laughs> in Germany. Oh, man. I did not want to pick this one. Hmm. In Germany, Colts versus Patriots. I'm going to just... I want to say the Colts... Yeah, Colts are going to win. I'm going with the Colts. Hmm. I'm not certain. No. I, that's one of the games I wanted to avoid. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Texans versus the Bengals. Yes, I know that the Texans um, had an amazing performance last week. Uh, however, as you so correctly pointed out, they also gave up a shitload of points. Um, and the Bengals have a much better defense than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, too. Uh, I think Big yes. Lou is going to slow this hype train down a little bit, and I think the Bengals are going to win this. Hmm. Smart. Uh, Saints are playing the Vikings. Is it Dobbs time? What's the odds on this one? It could be another Minneapolis miracle. Oh, that game, everything happened as it should. Remember that game? That was crazy. No no controversy there. (laughs) I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this game, man. I don't know if it's an upset or not. I just think they're going to win. Uh... New Orleans is favored by two and a half. Okay. So, not Wampon. quite. You're going Vikings. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm I'm very much invested in the Vikings winning this football game. That would be the least they could do for us doing them yeah. such a huge favor by playing like shit last week. Yeah. Hook us up, Vikings. Come on. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Packers versus Steelers. Uh, the Packers finally won a game last week, uh, but I would argue that they did so unconvincingly. Mm. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, are just more talented than the Green Bay Packers, flat out. So, um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Steelers. All right. Titans Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to beat the Titans. Man, Titans are. Oh man, I forgot, man. Then I start in Tannehill. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Bucks in it. 
Okay. You know What's what? No, favorite? no. Change it. Change it. I'm taking the Titans. Okay. You said the Bucks are favorite? They're only favored by a point. Okay. <clears throat> I'd already written it down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it in here just so that we can talk about it. Like if in the event that you were wrong and you your first instinct was correct, that'll be fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always good. Uh next up we have the San Francisco 49ers going to Duval County to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Woo! The 49ers are only favored by three points in this game. Mm. That's an interesting. Uh, it might be an inter, interconference thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, obviously, both teams are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what? I. Shit. It's not even a real upset, is it? Three points. It's not. No. Enough. I want to say the Jaguars, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say the 49ers. Mm, did it hurt to say that? It did. I got a, I got a question for you, man. Yeah? How painful was it <laughs> to... On a scale of one to ten, how painful was it to say that a Shanahan team is going to win a game? I'd say it registered more like an eleven. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have I got family down in Jacksonville, so you know, I really would like to see the Jaguars win this game. Uh, mm. And obviously, my Kyle Shanahan uh, narrative. Mm. Uh, is uh, you know it's one of those things that I hang on to in the midst of uh, of a dark Falcon season that it's all his fault that we're still this bad. So <laughs> even though that was what how many years ago at this point? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let it go. That's great to hold that grudge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, then we got the Browns versus the Ravens. What's the spread on this? Baltimore is favored by six. Let's go ahead and get mm. that upset music going. Oh. The Ravens are going to lose to the Browns, man. Browns going to take them out this game. Division wow. rivalry, good defense. We'll see what the Ravens defense is all about. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think the, the Browns are going to pull it out. They've got the over-under at 38 and a half. Uh, okay, that's probably about right. <laughs> mm. All right. Falcons, uh, Cardinals, right? Oh, look at that. Falcons playing in the bourbon <laughs> slate. <laughs> <laughs> we got us a bird battle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds like uh, a very, like, appropriately sounds like a very, like, like a bird that is not well. Yeah, oh, this uh, bird's getting attacked by multiple birds, man. This is real deal <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> A crow oh, fight. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go. I'm here for it. The bird battle. The one and eight Cardinals versus the four and five Falcons. Hold on, before you go, I gotta give a shout out to the I went to Hard Knock. I'm at Hard Knock. I keep saying Hard Knock. I went to Hard Rock on Sunday to watch games. 
Yep. And we had a listener come up to us, and uh, and he was like, he's a, he's a Raiders fan. Shout out to you. And he said uh, he loves the pod and that we need a sound. He's like, I love the soundboard, but Skiff always tells you what, about the cat battle and the bird battle. He's like, you got to have a sound for that. So that's when I went out and I found this. And then the, and he also emailed us and said, "There's bird battles and cat." Fight. He told me the weeks that it's gonna happen, so be ready for nice. her. yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> wow, I, I knew you'd like it. <laughs> That's really funny. Wow, yeah, man! Shout out to that guy. That's great. I'm glad he did that. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, I do I – th- I don't know why. I think it's fun that it's like when two similar yeah. species play against one another. It's fun. Birds. Let's go. Bird battle. Yeah. Uh, in this bird battle, <sighs> I mean, it's like, you know, honestly, as a Falcons fan, it's so hard not to settle into this this – defeatist type of mentality where you get the fuck out of here you've lost back-to-back weeks to rookie Uh, you you lost to a rookie quarterback in his first start and then you lost to josh dobbs when he didn't know the playbook Um, yeah and now kyler murray's first and now you got kyler murray's first start it's like the hat trick (laughs) (laughs) if we pull off the hat trick of of pathetic losery i mean (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna do, honestly. I really don't. I mean, the, the no man. This might it. be like a new level of losing as an art form. Like to think. With y'all. <laughs> I thought I had pitched this whole idea that the Vikings game was 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 losing as an art form. What I failed to recognize is that if we lose this game, it's almost like you got to take the Titans the Vikings and the Cardinals game and treat it like it's a trilogy of losing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I don't think yes. I've ever seen that from the Falcons, like to put on a fucking trilogy that, that that's fucking crazy. Mm. Uh, that being said, I, ha- oh, I have to, I'm taking the Falcons. I have to take them. Course, I got to, man. you're going to win that game. All right. Then we got the uh, lions against the chargers. Mm. I just, my, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of where you're at with Shanahan. That's where I'm at with Staley. Get this guy out of here, man. I think the Lions are going to beat him. And it's only going to benefit you, Chargers fans, if your coach keeps losing so he can go ahead and get fired and you can get a good coach in there while you got the stud quarterback. So hmm. Lions got it. Beat the Put the Chargers out of their misery. Hmm. And the Lions are fuming, man. They just you know, they just had a rough, a rough go at it last week. And a bye week to think about it. They're ready to go. Oh yeah, they're gonna come out firing on all cylinders. I agree. Um, speaking of firing on all cylinders, Tommy DeVito mm. gets his first <laughs> official his first official start. Tommy. <laughs> I mean, I probably should have put him in my bold predictions. It's like, whoa, yeah. he's gonna beat the Cowboys. No, yeah. that's not gonna happen. Uh, bold predictions. <laughs> the Cowboys are favored by sixteen points. Raise it up. <laughs> Raise it higher. <laughs> bet the uh, bet higher. <laughs> oh man, that might be the biggest spread we've seen all year. As, it needs to be bigger. 
<laughs> this You're is about like to blow the brakes off of these boys. It's like college when you look up the college games, you oh, see yeah. that shit. It's favored by yeah. 45 points. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, what am I? Cowboys are gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then we got the Washington Commanders going against the Seahawks, who had a rough go at it last week. Commanders are I think they're <laughs> Commanders shouldn't have won last week, and they won't win this week. I think they'll lose to the Seahawks. Seahawks got it. Mm. Yeah. Playing in Seattle, too. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Next up, we have the New York Jets, who we spent a fair amount of time talking about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Versus the Las Vegas Raiders, who we also talked about quite a bit in this episode. Um, I think um, I actually think I actually think the Raiders fired coach vibes are going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I just don't believe in the Jets. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think it might not have anything to do with the fact that McDaniels was fired. I just think the Raiders, I just think the Raiders are a better football team than the Jets. Yeah. Um, I don't think their offense is anything to be scared of. And I think, I mean, the Jets' defense is is good, but I don't know. Josh Jacobs is starting to play his best football last oh, couple that's weeks. True. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know. Everyone predicted that it was going to be a fucking target fest for Devontae Adams last week. Um, it really wasn't. No. Uh, so I think it might happen this week. I think mm. it might. I, I I still think the Raiders have room to grow uh, in this uh, in this new era post Josh McDaniels. So I, I think the I think the Jets are going to keep on losing, and I think that locker room is going to start falling apart, y'all. <laughs> All right, uh, and then finally, that's a Sunday game. Is the Jets Raiders? Nah, la la la. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. I don't know what they were Sunday thinking there. Night game. Yeah. I, even before the season, like what? All right. Uh, Rogers versus Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. All right, then we got the uh, Broncos versus the Bills. I know the Broncos. Uh, have been looking better, but they're not good enough to beat Buffalo. This one, don't even overthink it. Buffalo's going to win. Bills really need this one. Yeah, they do. If they lose this game, I mean, does it start to go into a tailspin for them? Mm. I mean, they'll be five. They lose this game. They're five and five and five. Whoo. And I'll be happy. I'll be happy as hell. On a bye week, too, for my team? Yeah, because you guys be on a bye. We got yeah. the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Eagles on a bye. That's why we don't have any real. <laughs> exactly. All the all the really good teams, minus except the Rams, Rams, of course, yeah. except for the Rams. But, like, three of the, like, most interesting teams this year are all on a on bye, bye week. week. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's time for some superlatives, man. Should I start with the uh, sexiest matchup? Sure. Go for it. All right, um, let's do it. This week, we have a team that chose not to go out last week, you know? They stayed home after having a disappointing night out 
And and that was their third bad week in a row. So they needed some time to prepare for this night out. So last week, it seemed like it was a bad week anyway because their closest teams all went home empty-handed. But this week should be different, man. This team is going to put that sexy dress on and go to a club across town and try to get lucky. They're going to have an interconference hangout to meet a team they only meet once every four years. And that team is still trying to prove that they belong. They got the looks. They got the youth and that innocent look in their beady little eyes and long flowing hair. This might be a match made in heaven. Before the season, people made arguments that these two could be the last team standing. Give me the slight danger of a beautiful, let vicious, yet vicious animal. And then give me the sweaty, ambitious, and rugged man looking for a gold, an opportunity, and the Wild West. My sexiest matchup this week is the San Francisco 49ers and the Jaguars mm. of Jacksonville. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Down there in the Redneck Riviera, you know things get crazy sexy <laughs> down there. Shit. Did you hear that story? Did you, hear that did you hear that Florida man story this week about the guy oh, who was no. arrested for driving around in a pickup truck? Uh, so he had a truck that was painted in the exact same way that the border control trucks are painted. <laughs> but he took away border control and he painted booty control. <laughs> Why, how could he get in trouble for that? Impersonating a, a but he didn't. It says booty control. I know, but the truck was too similar to like it. Yeah, they can't. I get out of here, man. It's it name? was like it, this was on like national news. Like they interviewed this guy on like <laughs> USA Today or some shit. It's like this funny story. He's only like eight, he's eighteen. He just did it as a joke. He was like, I I didn't like I wasn't trying to do anything weird. I was just being funny. Yeah, uh, it's a pun. So, Everybody loves a pun. Yeah, this kid's gonna get laid so much after that story. Oh yeah, yeah man, he's gonna be having trouble with his booty control. He needs to go uh, get in one of those Quentin Tarantino pussy wagons. Remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> go get go get that instead. That one won't yeah, get you that's arrested. That's not impersonating uh, anything, but a great filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, your, sexiest, uh, sexiest game of the week for me. There's a lot of different ways to make love. Some people like it slow and sensual. Some people like it fast and hot. Yeah. And then there are those who like to get down hard and physical. Oh, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about the kind of love making that feels like a full contact sport. Uh. Thinking about the kind of love making that can lead to bandages or bruises <laughs> or. Maybe even rug burns on your back because you throw down the second you walk through the door right there on the living room floor. Making love like you're trying to kill each other. (laughs) That's how I feel about this week's matchup where we got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns, two of the best defenses in the NFL, doing their thing and doing it in the most aggressive and physical way possible. You got Miles Garrett. Zadarius Smith, Denzel Ward, Jeremiah Owusa, Kara Moa, all dressed in orange. Uh, 
And on the other side, you got Patrick Queen, Marlon Humphrey, Jadavian Clowney, and my man, former Bulldog Roquan Smith, all dressed up in purple and black. Browns versus Ravens. That is my sexiest matchup of the week, (laughs) y'all. That was great. Uh, Who's your uh, Campatera upset of the week? You're going to laugh. I'm such a dick. (laughs) Okay. 49ers are coming off a bye week. (laughs) (laughs) I assume they got healthy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. They got Chase Young in the building. Mm Mm-hmm. However, Mm. they are traveling to Duval County down in Jacksonville, Florida, also known, as the, also known as the Red Re- Redneck Riviera. Jags are coming off a bye, too. I obviously think Shanahan is all sizzle and no steak. In fact, he's probably one of those stupid, impossible meat steaks that <laughs> vegetarians insist tastes like a steak, to which I say, how the fuck would you know you don't eat steak? <laughs> Doug Peterson, on the other hand, this man is a perfectly cooked, bone-in porterhouse steak. Okay, why leave the bone in, you ask? Well, besides flavor, the bone is there so that T-Law and company can come out here and beat these 49ers over the head with it and show them what's up, show out, send them home packing, upset the 49ers, handing them their fourth loss in a row. I'm in my fuck Kyle Shanahan bag, and I'm loving it. Let's go. Come on, Jaguars. I am so upset. (laughs) Wow. Wow, Skip. Uh, Hold my camp but- <laughs> Patera upset of the week. Uh, we've all been raving about the Ravens. Oh, I see what you did there. But are they really the hottest team to beat out there? Is this new offense ready to take the team to the promised land? I think they might be, but a bump in the road might just be what they need to make the fairy tale ending all the sweeter. Cleveland Browns are going to beat the Ravens and have us all questioning why we thought they were the AFC's finest. But don't worry, Ravens fans. It'll only make you stronger. But for this week, and maybe this week only, you'll be saying, I am so upset. Nice. My uh, John Stark's bold prediction is that the bullies of the NFC, we got two bullies this year. We got the Bullies of the AFC, which is the Dolphins. We got the Bullies of the NFC, which is the Cowboys. And they're definitely going to take last week's loss out on the Giants. We know it. And they embarrassed the Giants week one, 40 to zero. That embarrassment will continue with our boy Tommy. Hey, Tommy. DeVito making his first start. And my bold prediction is that in this passing league, Tommy DeVito will not complete more than 12 passes on Sunday and we'll be asking man did this dude just did this I'd be surprised if he completes six passes to be honest with you <laughs> yeah maybe I should have gone even further down but I mean, uh, now, that was good you and me were in the uh same church different pew on this one uh the Cowboys, as you suggest, are playing the Giants this week, and they are favored by 16 and a half. My bold prediction is that 16 and a half ain't enough. Tommy DeVito under center, I think 16 points might come from the Cowboys defense alone. Mm. Uh, 30, maybe 40 burger is a little more appropriate. I think this sure, one's going to get 30, ugly. Yeah. 
I think it's going to get ugly. I think it's going to be worse than the last time. Uh, yeah, I, I 16.5. It's not enough. I would say bet the over. <laughs> I think I want to put a bet in too myself hmm. when we when we do it. Uh, then we got our pigskin pick'em leader Rasmus Lundstrom. Still up mm. there, man. He got ten right last week. Damn. Uh, I'm I'm in fourth place. You're in twelfth place, right? Something like that. And also in fourth place is Jason Champ Champ. Oh shit! He had another week where he got twelve right, man. So Rasmus and Champ Champ, you're both invited to help us make a bet this Sunday. That's impressive. If you're interested, Rasmus has been there before. He didn't hit us up last time, so mm. if you're if you're interested, we're here, man. And uh, that's about it, man. Oh, no, that is it. That is it. <laughs> that is it, man. Uh, I really thank everybody for checking it out. It's been fun, as always. We appreciate y'all checking out this episode of SpinFL. That's it for this week 10. Uh, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash to uh, check out our gambling journey. And we'll be back with the reactions to this week. Thanks again. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Musara. Peace. Later, y'all. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.